What is up, people? It's Emeka N, a.k.a. Wavy Aveli, your Wavy Bay, the wavy one, if you will. Today's episode is very special, and we have two friends of the show on. To maintain the integrity of the original conversation, I tried to leave it as unedited as possible. Secondly, I'd like to mention that every episode features original music from myself, so if you enjoy, please support on Apple Music, Spotify, etc. That being said, listen to the episode and enjoy. Thanks. I'd like to get some... Uh some pre reactions so I can mix stuff in. You oh feel? my god. It's all, it's all for shits and giggles here. <laughs> it's all for shits and giggles. <laughs> and for black excellence, like you right. said. And for black excellence. Me, yeah. black What's up, you're, It's another one. You're, 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 Yo. Yo, it's another one. We got a brand new cold pressed cold pressed fresh episode organic coming at you fully non gmo certified organic none of that <laughs> none of right? that shit bro <laughs> coming at you no fillers no today, nitrates no nothing <laughs> today we wanted to do something a little bit special <laughs> as we continue to grow and as the ball continues to roll we want to begin to introduce and bring on people that we find valuable and continue to have these valuable conversations for you guys. So today we brought on a couple of our friends in order to talk about a very important subject. Daniel, do you want to go ahead and explain what that subject is going to be about today? First off, um, it's Wavy Valley. Just wanted to say that. And uh, <laughs> I just want to say to all the people out there in Snowball Land, welcome to the snowiest motherfucking podcast on the planet, the Snowball Effect. And we are we are here with our friends Hawani Adunya. I said that right. You did. And <laughs> Steven Michael Joseph Chemgang. How do you know his who, full name, but then you don't know my full name? That's not his real name. Yeah. That's not his real name at all. <laughs> Wait, Wait where'd he go? I don't think he's in the session he, He's omnipotent, bro. He's always with us. But <laughs> yes, he's always there. <laughs> he's always he there. He was never here. He was never here. <laughs> no, uh, Steve, Steve, looks like Steve got kicked from the session. He'll be back. Um, he took a short break. The, he took a short break. <laughs> yeah. Short commercial break. A little intermission. He's got, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, go up. Steve's got sponsors and everything. <laughs> exactly, bro. But uh, Hawani, go ahead and introduce yourself if, if you don't mind. Okay, so my name is Hawani Manai Adunya. I'm a friend of these lovely fools. No, I'm <laughs> they're making a great Here. podcast. I think it's really interesting. I've really loved all the episodes, so it's an honor to be on this podcast. Uh, for this episode, wow. um, I just graduated from Baylor University. My major is international studies, and then I did a double minor in sociology and anthropology. So I'm technically supposed to leave for uh, Peace Corps in Moldova in May, but that got pushed back till September. So I got some free time. Oh wow! I got some free nice. time. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. And guys, she's she's. That's- Single, so hit her up before Drake. No, does. okay. So getting no, I do not. We can cut that out. I don't want my ethnicity Drake on this thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll I'll, I'll bleep that out. He won't. I'll bleep it out. He won't. I'll bleep it. Yeah, no, he Yo, no, so no. Okay, since we're going through, you want to talk about that. your ethnicity? Who me? Yeah, where you guys are actually from? Uh, 
I'm from Detroit. All right. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? Right. So, I'm from Michigan, bro. It is, like, <laughs> it is what it is. Nah. Nah, it is what I'm it is. I'm from the Midwest, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the mitt. <laughs> the mitt. Um, Yo, for those of y'all that you, don't, uh, Wavy for those of y'all that don't know, I'm Nigerian, Igbo. You know, not gonna get into the tribalism stuff, but uh, but it is you what it is. Did, you know, okay. I didn't. I, I just said what my tribe was. Slightly. 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 Was that a slight book? What was that? Nah, 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 nah. It was. It was just you know. Yo, tell, tell uh this man Stephen to hop back on. Yeah, someone get him on here. I, I'm a I'm gonna hit him up, but while I'm hitting him up, Christian, could you introduce the uh, the topic for today's episode? Yeah, no problem. So today, guys, and this is kind of like a follow up <laughs> with kind of some of the things and the themes that we've been talking about. Um, however, we thought that it would be a great idea, seeing that everyone is in a time where you know people are kind of having forced relationships because you have to stay at home, and you know there's you know, some uh, personality types that aren't, you know, really necessarily compatible. And everyone's kind of having to face this idea of relationships and, um, you know, being next to and near people for an extended period of time, you know, kind of head on. So today we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about love languages. And there are five love languages. And so with that, um, let me see. The different love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. And so what I wanted to do is kind of just go through these different love languages, kind of talk to you guys, see what your take on it is, possibly get into your specific love language, and, you know, just kind of talk relationships and stuff like that and uh, bounce ideas around about how you know, you guys have been able to overcome some different things or some challenges that you face dealing with different, uh, you know, personality types and, uh, you know, kind of just, like I said, dealing with everything that has to do with relationships today. <clears throat> For sure. I'm excited. So I think uh, it's something that everyone knows about, but just necess- not everyone has really, like, dug deep into. It's a fact. It's a right. fact. Exactly. Dang, Hawani exactly. with the profoundness off the rip. No, wow. there's nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so let's let's kind of just like dive in. For sure. Um, so I'm we a shouldn't wait for boy, him? you know. So <laughs> he, he's coming. He's, we shouldn't wait for him. He. Um, I mean, let let's let's keep going. But uh, okay. he, if if, yeah. if he'll be back, he'll be back. If not, it is what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there. Yes, he is. sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man damn yo so uh bro steve we're glad you're back to hear from you yo so while we have you bro uh before we lose you again i know you have a super busy yeah. schedule uh yo listen kind of just explain or kind of give a, a little quick intro about yourself and just tell the people uh you know some stuff that you're working on and everything yes sir yes indeed um so first and foremost, for some reason, I, I don't know why my camera thing is not working. It's this is actually like bugging me. Um, but yeah, you know, it's your boy Steve. Um, uh, <laughs> I I'm I'm 
always tend to have, you know, difficulty, like, when I'm, you know, speaking by myself. But, wait, what do you guys want to know? I'm sorry. Like, what, um... Um, your shoe size, yeah, kinda... your shoe size. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got kicked again, Loki. Your, your, your shoe size, your social security number, and, um... How much money is in your um, bank? Mother's maiden name as well, please. <laughs> no, bro, just kind of tell people, like, you know, some stuff that you've been working on, um... You know, uh, you're you're. Have, did you get your master's already? Uh, no, currently currently working on that right now. Uh, okay, so yeah, just tell people kind of like some of the stuff that you're working on, and uh, you know, a little bit about yourself, bro. Most definitely, most definitely. So yeah, uh, first and foremost, I appreciate you guys for having me on the Snowball Effect uh, podcast. Yes, the name is Steve, aka Steve the Great, yeah, as you all may or may not know. Um, Bailey grad. 18, uh, and currently a uh, former Amory Corps alumnus, um, currently Master's Biomedical Sciences, gang. Gang, gang, gang. Steve of life. <laughs> yeah, Steve of life, bro. And Steve, Steve is a connoisseur of life. Oh, yes. like, <laughs> he, all, all the fine things in life Steve oh, yes. has. So jelly. um so friends, I'm gonna stop the recording and then start it one more time just to make sure all my timestamps are right. Okay. Miss Yes sir. Yes sir. Okay. So so Steve, since you missed it earlier, um Christian, you mind introducing today's topic one more time for our friend? Okay, no problem. So today, friends, we are talking about the five uh, love languages and mm. with that being said we're also going to dive into just different type of uh relationship um challenges ups and downs um we're gonna dive into kind of just you know getting getting a little bit personal um it's really up to you guys to how personal you want to get but um just kind of giving some stories and some you know back and forth uh dialogue when it comes to relationships and kind of dealing with um you know people that are different from you and dealing with, um, you know, with everybody having to be inside right now uh, and having like, there's a lot of forced relationships going on. There's a lot of, you know, people who don't need to be near each other for elongated periods of time. That stuff is happening. So we kind of just want to dive into all that and just start a, a, a interesting dialogue that uh, we hope snowballs into something much much bigger and just provides people with ideas or if anything just insight you know what i mean sure um so let's start with off the rip let's just all say your one or two love languages that come to mind off rip when we talk about love languages i know mine for sure is uh physical touch and quality time okay i would definitely say mine would be words of affirmation and quality time Okay, I know mine for sure is quality time and touch. And mine is uh, definitely physical, physical touch and quality time. Cool. Nice. Nice. So, y'all some physical motherfuckers in here. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what? to say that you can't have other love languages as well. It's a spectrum. It's, it's yeah, definitely it's a, a spectrum. spectrum. Right. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like most things. Like sexuality and uh, yeah, 
and insouciance. Yeah, insouciance is definitely a spectrum as well. So, yeah, I mean, on the sucio spectrum, I'm not going to lie. I'm a Ted. I'm a Ted on the sucio spectrum. <laughs> Wait, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what is Susu. What is Susu? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. Do you you live in the U.S.? Do you live in Texas? Do you not not know any Spanish-speaking people? Okay, for oh, I do, of course. For 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 all my Spanish-speaking people out of the know, (laughs) 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 um, Hawani Susio means um nasty or dirty in Spanish. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> He's like, it makes sense. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, so uh, so yeah. No, nah, I'm I'm joking. I'm not a ten on the sucio spectrum, but um, just as far as like my love languages, I don't know, like when. I guess that's a really interesting question: is when does your love languages sort of develop? Yeah. But as long as I can remember, at least since I've been romantically active touch has been my number one and then quality time has been has been my number two mm. Mm. yeah i i know for me it's it's kind of been one of those things um more so uh relevant right now you know at my big age of 25 and it's just something that i've been thinking about within the last year or so really as i analyze just the different types of relationships around me um, and, and not everything necessarily has to do with, um, you know, sexuality or anything like that or like, you know, sexual relationships. But um, just in, in the different types of relationships that that you have, you know what I mean? Like everybody is like kind of receives, you know, love in a different way. And I, I yeah. definitely feel like um, for me, like, you know, I, I like physical touch, too. But sometimes it gets to be one of those things where it's like, nah, I really don't want to be bothered right now or I'm good. Because I feel like it also has to do a lot with, you know, it it goes hand in hand with personality. And so with me, I feel like I'm more I'm an introvert first and an extrovert second, you know. Um, So it's like I'm much more or I feel comfortable just being by myself and, you know, kind of being alone in, in that space and stuff like that where it's like, you know, I can totally thrive with my own thoughts, you know what I mean? And no other type of company. But at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, having that physical touch and, and stuff like that is always like a warm thing, you know, uh, especially depending on, you know, who that's coming from and the type of relationship you, you, you know, you share with that person. Um, mm-hmm. But always quality time, you know, is is huge. And I definitely think with everything that's been going on with Corona and stuff like that. Like uh, I was talking to one of my mentors the other day and he was saying, despite all the bad that's happened, uh, an important thing is that he was, he's been able to spend, you know, quality time with his, you know, daughter where if it was, if things were normal, you feel me, he'd be, you know, out working and, you know, uh, out yeah. having to, you know, work, uh, you know, fix this property. And, you know, he, he, he does real estate development and stuff like that, but, um, he'd, he'd be gone. Plus she'd be in school, you know, she'd be, you know, involved in types of all these types of different, you know, uh, extracurricular activities and stuff like that. But the important thing is, is that he's been able to actually spend quality time. And I think that's something that that's huge. And I feel like with most people, we'd probably all share that quality time you know, uh, love language, because everyone, everyone at the end of the day, like if you're going to, you know, be romantic with, uh, you know, romantically involved with someone or even as a friend, it's, it's, 
it's being there that is like truly important, you know, and actually taking the time to be present with someone and taking the time to, you know, not, you know, listen to people in order to respond, but listen to people in order to truly listen and gain understanding. Oh yeah. And I feel like, you know, with that, that's something that pretty much everyone shares, you know? Well, Hawani, Hawani and Steve, where, when do you think y'all developed y'all's love languages? Like, where does your love languages sort of come out from? Or when did you first notice, like, okay, this is, I guess, what I gravitate towards in a relationship? Steve, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, so. Oh, <clears throat> refer to him as Steve of life, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yo, y'all look too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so. Well, this matter. I mean, so so you guys know, has has people, you know, we're we're ever evolving, right? Um, so I feel as though, for me, um, it's not. So when you said develop, right? Like, it could, I could be, like today, it could be, you know, uh, words, uh, ask affirmations, you know, quality time. But then tomorrow it could be physical touch. So like it for me, uh-huh. it fluctuates sort of like with what I need during that period in life in which I'm in. Uh-huh. Um, I think oftentimes we don't uh, sort of like explore the other factors that affects how we look at relationships, right? So, for example, if, like this is like we're, we're literally going undergoing a national pandemic right now, right? So obviously that's gonna greatly affect your previous love languages were to accommodate the times in which we're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or say you like had a, uh, you lost a, lo- a loved one or are experiencing, you know, sort of like hardship in your life, whatever other uh, sector. That you know, you're experiencing. So I said to say that even though minds are quality time and physical stress has of now, that may not be the case in, you know, whatever my next relationship is or in whatever situation I would find myself in. Oh. Okay. So is that kind of a Yeah, when would you say really quick, uh when would you say this became like prevalent for you though? Has has this always been something that you've kind of noticed and and taken into consideration or is this something that, you know, has been more so thought of recently? Um I I think uh, no, I would I wouldn't say this is something that's been thought of recently. I would say it's just sort of like how I've always been. I've uh, always adapted to what's currently going on, you know, sort of like in my life, um, where I am mentally, you know, where I am, uh, just like where my headspace is currently at, right? And from there, that sort of would influence or shape the kind of love love language that I would have in that that period of time. You heard it here first, lady. Steve evolves like a Pokemon during the course of the <laughs> You gotta catch no, him. No, but for real though, I mean, <laughs> I mean, but I, I think, I think it, I think it's something that's true for us all. Maybe we just don't realize it, you know, right. in, in the sense Absolutely. that we, we, you know, we change. I think right, changes people. So, it'd be hard like, for me sometimes. to imagine that. Sometimes true. some people don't change. <laughs> That's true. That's my ex. I like this. Oh, oh, like, oh my god! <laughs> I have exes already. Oh Yo, god. I'm definitely sending her the link to this. Podcast. <laughs> no! Right. Oh, Got Lord. a gift for you. 
<laughs> yeah, Talk to you later, beloved. Right. That might be her love language. You never know. Bruh. <laughs> okay. How about you, Miss Yeah, please. Please. Desperately. Okay, so I guess. Okay, so I have this. Okay, I have a theory. And I remember learning about this in sociology, which is basically the idea of like attachment theory. So I don't know if you guys, so if like people in listening have not heard of this. So there's such thing as an, uh, called an attachment theory where people have certain type of attachment styles that like it's either secure attachment, dismissive avoidant, and then there's like anxious ambivalent, I think. Mm. And basically they kind of explain why certain people interact in relationships a certain way or why they pick the same people or certain patterns. And it all stems from childhood. So my, okay, my theory, and I think other people have thought about this too, is just basically like, I think the love language you had as a, like, I think the love language you have is potentially what you lacked as a kid, if that makes sense. Mm, that's so I don't think that's true for, I don't think that's true for everyone, of course. Of course. But I definitely see how it kind of lacked in my life. <laughs> to get a little personal, you know, I'm just thinking, um, well, in my family, like, at least my immediate family, like they, my parents weren't exactly the most touchiest people. So I think as I grew up, I kind of craved that. And when I experienced that in relationships and friendships, like I definitely, that's something that I definitely thought of. Like when I would think of like that person, whether relationship or friend, like I would think about, oh, the times that we spent time together and the times that we like hugged or like it was very, hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but i was just thinking yeah it's like i just feel like it's things that you lack as a kid that maybe you are craving now and that makes you feel more full if that makes sense yeah i i honestly i wonder if it's sort of a cultural thing because i think i was just gonna say that yeah i think mm-hmm. especially for for africans like uh there's oh, yeah. definitely a lack of touch like within within the family space but honestly i think for for uh, people of color in general yeah i think it seems like in the familiar familial unit we're just like less touchy yeah um and i'm not sure i'm not saying it's a bad thing or a good thing but it, it's definitely something where S- S- steve just ascended to the next dimension <laughs> <laughs> Yo, steve definitely got picked up by something <laughs> God? <laughs> Is it the answer? Like, you hear like Morgan Freeman in the background, right? Uh, uh, Steven. Yo, that's insane. But um, but yeah. So so back to sort of like where love languages come from. Uh, I know Hawani, you mentioned that um, in your sociology class, y'all talked about love languages being formed in um early childhood. I, no, not love I, languages, attachment theory. Attachment, attachment theory. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, attachment styles. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> well, st- well, still, what I was sort of saying was I think my love language, at least I first started to notice it um, after, like, my first relationship and, like, after my first, like, sexual experience, my love language, my love languages were sort of born out of that. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, I think another really important thing to talk about is, like, I think we sometimes like underestimate how much someone's first sexual experience or at least their early sexual experiences can um, have effects on like their, on their later ones. Like I know for me personally, like um, 
thing. I feel like this is like TMI, but like, um, I guess for me personally, like I, I enjoy eye contact a lot during, during, um, during relations. Right. And I feel like it's because with my first sexual experience, like that was a huge part of it was the eye contact. And I've been with women who like are really into that or who are like, really like, yo, why are you staring at me? And like, sometimes going into an experience, it can be a a point of like anxiety for me. Cause I have to think like, okay, do I, should I talk to her about this? That feels weird. So I just try to make this natural. Like, what do I do? Um, so yeah, I I do think like your early sexual experiences can have a, can have a huge effect on that. Yeah. And just in general too, like when it comes to like just child development, a lot of things, that happen as a child are like, you know, are pretty much what you take, you know, moving forward. And from, from a thing, I I think I was on Twitter, you know, the other day and I saw a post of like a, 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 a lady put her son, it was a video of her and her son. And like, I guess the little kid, he had to be under like one or two, something like that. He would like grab the mom's face and like kiss her on the lips. Right. And she was like, he has to have seen that from his father because that's what his father does. Right. Mm. And so it's just like from, you just think about it, like children are sponges, you know? Mm -hmm. So any and everything is pretty much being absorbed. And it, like a lot of things, you know, stem back from that early childhood development. Like, um, I forget whose theory this was, but you know, when they go into talking about, um, like the Electra, what is it? The Electra theory and um, uh, um, like you know your what is it? It's like shoot, I'm I'm running a blank, but it's like uh, a child could be it's it's like you're, you're certain stages in development, right? So it's like you you graduate supposedly from these stages, but typically like you find that adults are um like stuck in one of these stages. And so it's like, you know, like the anal stage, there's the, um, like the mouth, mouth, like, uh, you like to put things in your mouth. Um, it's like you are attracted to like your mom or like your dad. And that's what the Electra and stuff is talking about. And so it's like, it's like, you'd find that with adults, like if you go back to these certain theories, a lot of people are dealing with, with stuff, you know, that has happened to them as, as a kid. And it's just like, it, it's especially, I feel like rampant in, you know, the, um, minority and, you know, persons of color community, because it's like a lot of these things are mental and we don't talk about these things. You know what I mean? You don't, you're like, okay, for instance, uh, wavy belly, you were talking about, um, <laughs> That's so weird for me to say, <laughs> but you know, you're, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to call okay. you Daniel, bro. Yeah, he really does. He has several aliases, but anyways, you were <laughs> like, you were, you were talking about, um, uh, uh, shoot. Now I'm, I'm like running a blank on what I was about to say. Um, hold on. You were talking about. Bananas? No, not bananas. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, ah, shoot, what was I you're saying? You're talking Hold about on. how your fan, like, you're talking about in certain cultures, like, they. Oh, cultures, yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Yeah, bananas. And, but you're also talking about, <laughs> you're also talking about your first sexual <laughs> experience, right? And so that in itself, 
is pretty deep because edit this episode, Daniel. There we go. Not gonna. All right, but look. All right, so like, no, when you were talking that was about the, the first sexual experience and stuff like that, bro. Yeah. That's that's deep on a level because you can, from that point, get into talking about soul ties and how that is super. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People don't want to talk about oh that. Soul ties are a real thing. Soul <laughs> ties are a real thing because you no, know, when it comes to like the spirituality, bro, <laughs> like we're 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 beings first. You know what I mean? Like we're Yo. spirits, bro. We 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 exist within mm. within a, a vessel. We exist in a carcass. But at the end of the day, mm. it's like when you choose to lay down with someone. You are choosing to fuse energy. Like at the end of the day, energy is neither created nor destroyed. Yo, y'all laughing, but I'm so serious. It was just the dramatic pause. I couldn't do it. The dramatic pause. I couldn't do it. No, I think I think I think your your, your fish is lagging. I ain't pause. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> but sweet. I like the effect though. No, hi, Keith. My, my, my Wi-Fi goes stupid right now. Yeah, no, mine's kind of tripping too. It kicked me off earlier, but but no, bro. So it's like, so it's like, really, as humans, oh, bro, man. like we're dealing with a lot of different <laughs> forces and energies when it comes to our makeup. You know what I mean? And like, and like how we think and how we perceive things, and and you know, and eventually our thoughts lead to our actions. You know, so it's like, as a man thinks, so is he. You feel me? So. If, if we're being bombarded by all these different sources, then it's like in order to truly get down to the root cause of things, we got to we got to like actually discuss those and like, you know, figure those out and analyze those. Because when it comes to relationships, it's not something that's a one size fits all type of deal. It's it's multidimensional. It's multifactorial. So. You have to be willing to kind of take these things into consideration when it comes to the love languages or when it comes to familial upbringings or, you know, any of that type of stuff. You feel me? I agree. And that's why I think podcasts like this are really important. Like, I know that's kind of like a shameless plug, but I don't think there are a lot of spaces, (laughs) literally, I don't think there are a lot of spaces for people to like have conversations like this. Um, And there are not a lot of space for people to listen to conversations like this and be detached from it enough to sort of form your own opinion based off of like sort of a group consensus. Cause even when we talk about love languages, one of the first things that came to mind was that like <clears throat> personalities are so complicated, you know, like mm. when we all sort of got into like our, our past a little bit, I know I probably went overboard with the sharing of the information, but that's okay. I, I don't, I don't mind. Um, no, you make good but, points though. You make good points. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind, but like, I think it's not <laughs> to share to, to make those points. Um, and like what I'm saying is that like, um, oh, I, I, I found out things about myself just from having that conversation. And like, I've also found out things about y'all from like hearing y'all's, y'all's conversations. Like, even though I've known y'all for two, three, four, five years, like I never would have even considered. So, you know, I think that's one thing that really lends to the com- complexity of personalities. It's really hard to like know somebody. And Hawani, I know you had a point. I just wanted to make one joke. Um, back to the soul, t- <laughs> back, back to the soul ties thing. I totally understand, bro. Because my first soul tie with my right hand, bro, it was oh two God. in the morning. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> no wonder you have such a clammy personality, bro. 
And, and now I, I kid you not, bro. Every, every time I put on a glove, I get a shiver, bro. I just like shiver every time I put on a glove, bro. <laughs> this guy. Hawani, what were you going to say? Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say that based on the fact that personalities are so complex, I think it even shows in love languages because it can be different in how you give versus how you receive. Mm, so, like, so for instance, like for me, like if we're talking about touch, right? I grew up not really, I mean, like obviously I was touched a lot as a child, but as I grew up and like, you know, Rewind, I'm sorry. Damn, don't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, <laughs> you, can't, you cannot say that on my podcast. You cannot say that on my podcast. I'm sorry. I like I've said some wild things. I just I just made a joke about my hand. But you cannot say that on my podcast. <laughs> I, was, I'm sorry. I was trying to be so serious. No, bro. I saw I saw yeah, Steve's like, face. No. I saw Steve's face. I was like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, let me be more re- yeah, rephrase that a little bit. What's up? What's up? All right, we want it. We want it. <laughs> All right. So I was given a lot of hugs. You know, I was caught on. Anyways. No, I was I was gonna let her make it, bro. That was y'all. That was y'all. I was trying, bro. I was trying. It's you Steve. It's Steve of life, yo, bro. Yo, life. Yeah, bro. <laughs> We've matured, okay? We've matured. Okay, Come yes, yes. Level up. Anyways, so <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a child, I definitely was held a lot as a kid. But as you grow up, you know, they start to see you as more of an adult. I'm like, you want to take out one last off? I see it on you. What? I, I didn't even say. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. No, I can be serious. I was serious. I just was trying not to laugh. I'm done. Go ahead. But then, Go ahead. Oh, what was my even my point? Oh, okay. So basically, because of that, I didn't grow up really being a very touchy person. But then when I got that, I definitely craved it more. <sighs> so like, while I while I like to receive touch, I'm not the most giving <sighs> in touch. If that makes sense. So I definitely like what I give in my love language is different than what I like to receive. Mm, okay. So okay. that makes more sense. <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah. I definitely agree. Especially like, I mean, I honestly probably the exact same as you because of like sort of a lack of touch, like in my early childhood, like initiating touch is sort of weird for me. And like, <clears throat> you know, um, just I've had some experiences like with, you know, um, I've had some experiences that have led me to like withhold touch from people like basically, I guess really centered around consent. You know what? That that's, that's too vague. Hold on. What I'm saying is like, I think <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's way too vague. Okay, a lot of editing in this. <laughs> no, that's all organic. Yeah. It's all organic. <laughs> um, I think a, a better way to put that is like, I don't ever want to make anybody feel uncomfortable because I've been made to feel uncomfortable and I've been, I've been put in situations where a lack of knowledge about somebody has allowed me to lead them to feel uncomfortable. And I've always regretted that. So, um, that makes your point even, uh, more <clears throat> apply to me more because like, even though I enjoy touch, initiating it is usually a problem for me. I usually look for the other person to initiate it before I do. And let me let me ask you guys. Um, so this is for Steve and Daniel. How often <clears throat> would you say your every day, father every day? Oh, sorry. Oh wow. How oh. often would you say your father actually gave you that 
that touch and you know showed showed you love like physically so there's a nigerian song called he touched me have y'all heard that song before <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no I uh, i'll sing it real quick <clears throat> he touched me he touched me i'm not joking that is a nigerian song G- google he touched wait me. are you serious i'm dead ass it's it's, it's a christian song yeah oh. it's, it's about jesus okay okay <laughs> <clears throat> um but um no uh christian i think you definitely have a point um i rarely experience touch with, with my father and i know like i remember one time um i might have been like nine or so and like I was in the house, I was all alone, and like I ran up to my dad, like I gave him like a big hug, and like I wouldn't get off of him. He was like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "Nothing." He's just like, "Okay," and I was just like, "Like, what do I do now?" Like, mm. I, I I don't know what I was exactly I was I was expecting, but like just to have expectations and then to have those expectations not be met, definitely like even for my opinions of like manhood, I yeah. remember like. <clears throat> Like, when I was, like, 10 or 11, I remember, like, stuff would happen, and, like, I'd be in a situation where, like, I knew I should cry, or I wanted to cry, and I wouldn't be able to. And, like, that experience, like, as a kid would sometimes scare me, because I'd be like, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, 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 I thought, like, my tear ducts were broken or something, but, like, it was just, like, my my social experiences were, were shaping, like, the way I, I acted in a way that I didn't have the ability to understand yet. Mm. Okay. Okay. What about you? What would you say, Steve? Yeah. Um, I think for me, I mean, like my dad, you know what I'm saying? I got some mans. You know what I'm saying? One, one love. Uh, yeah. He, but for my dad, it's more of a, you know, he has to like, I think <laughs> like just having that masculine sort of like approach, you know, to life. Don't experience that touch as much as a child. Um, <clears throat> but I wouldn't say that, like, sort of, like, affected how I, you know, work and stuff like that. Because he will still have that in, like, you know, moments that call for it, right? So, like, say, closures at the airport when I'm heading back to school or um, graduation. You know, like, those monumental moments, like, you know, that's that love is definitely there. And uh, I never got a sense that I can I couldn't get that, you know, touch or affirmation when I needed it the most or when I didn't need it. Um, so I, I think for me, I, it was sort of like understanding sort of like the, the cultural aspect to it, right? That if it's not as prevalent, say, for example, um, in the culture, then I am more understanding of why that person sort of acts that way as opposed to looking down at that person, if that makes sense. Um, I always try okay. to see things, you know, in contexts that are bigger than people. Um, just right. trying to understand like one person individually is just too. I think, I think in, in a sense, it's not fair to that person as much as it is mm. to why they are that way. So you're saying, looking looking back in hindsight now, like you're you you're you're trying to understand like, like you know, like you, for instance, if we're talking about your dad, like your dad as a person. Mm-hmm. To you know, understand that type of behavior, right? Right, right, exactly, okay. and also how he grew up, right? Because like, right, it's also taking see? taking all that into consideration, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah, and that's and that's deep, and the, like the reason why I ask is because, um, you know, at least for me personally, uh, and it's it's cool because I was just able to kind of have this conversation with my own father not too long ago, 
Um, but whereas when growing up for him, that type of physical touch or even like presence or, um, you know, a man showing love in that type of way was like null and void in his household. You feel me? But at the same token, um, you know, I remember, uh, you know, there would be times that like, you know, I, there was like a picture of me, you know, laying on my dad's chest, you know, just sleeping like when I was younger, stuff like that. But then also, you know, he would tell me that like he, he never, you know, would withhold like a kiss from me. You know what I mean? And that's something that, you know, you don't see a lot of men you know kissing their sons you know (laughs) you feel me so it's like i thought that was interesting because i know for me personally like i don't i don't kind of withhold that type of love you know like it goes back to like there's a difference between giving and receiving you you feel me where it's like i don't necessarily like i'm good on you know the physical touch i don't always need that you feel me um but you know i i do like to cuddle and so it's like when it comes when I'm when I'm with like you know my girl or something like that, then you know I don't I don't I don't withhold that necessarily. Like I I don't I feel like I'm I'm able to freely give that. But it's it's interesting because you know Hawani, you brought this up. Um, whereas you said you know you you weren't withhold that that love you know from from your family and stuff like that. You had a lot of hugs. You had a lot of stuff like that. And typically we see that from a mother standpoint. You know what I mean? Like like what is it what is it what is it like oxytocin is that what is that what it's called yes so oxytocin whenever you have that chemical that it goes off in your brain from whenever you like you receive that skin-to-skin contact Mm -hmm. right that's something that's that's huge and especially from a child rearing and child development standpoint because you see a lot of times in the familiar unit it's the mother who gives that to the kids but you don't necessarily that see necessarily see that from the father's standpoint right you don't yeah. see like the the <clears throat> the dad going bare chest holding the kid you know what i mean whether it's like you know their son or their daughter <clears throat> and stuff like that. i think that's that's a very important thing um when it comes to connections and when it comes to building bonds and and, and you know stuff like that um that a lot of times gets gets overlooked. And the reason why I say that and I think about that is because I was watching Shark Tank and there's this guy on there who was actually trying to get funding for this um shirt pretty much that like it's it's got like a velcro strap right here. You can rip it off and you can show your chest. Like it opens <laughs> your chest up. So it's it's the weirdest thing, bro. But the story he gave behind it made so much sense because it's like you really don't see the father kind of being that type of uh, uh, not necessarily like you know like like nurture in a sense, but just showing that type of love and and that that to me is interesting. That's Daniel, you're making you're making faces. What well, you, what okay, you? I'm you know what. I'm just, I've never seen this shirt. I, I was just really curious. Like, I was just imagining it in my mind. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't help the faces. I really can't. It's, um, it's, no, it's cool. It's, it was my first time seeing it, too. And that's what maybe I was like, hmm, I never really thought about it like that. But the science behind it, I mean, it's, it's true. Like, especially from that oxytocin standpoint. Oh, yeah. So I have a question for Hawani and Christian. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Christian, could you read off the five love languages again, real quick for me, please? Yeah. 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 So it's, Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So in a relationship, are there any of those five love languages that y'all would have 
difficulty giving or maybe that if you were to find out that this is someone's main love language that you would be less likely to enter into relationship with them or at least like have a conversation with them about it good question yeah great question uh hawani do you want to start that one off um yeah let me see okay i have like a list of them so that way i'm not like i'm looking at them right now do i wait repeat the question one more time so um of the five love languages is there any that you would consider if somebody had would be a deal breaker in a relationship or a love language that you have difficulty giving in a relationship? Okay, I think for me... Okay, so... I think the only deal breaker, and it's something that Christian touched upon at the very beginning, which is basically quality time. I think in any friendship, relationship, you have to spend time with someone to foster that kind of um, growth in a friendship, or just even that bond or strength. You know, if you don't have that, if you don't have that time that you spend together, whether it's like long distance and it's through FaceTime or just, you know, like sending some messages or just a phone call, like, I just don't think any relationship would ever thrive without spending time together like that. You know, we got to pick up the phone. Hawani. Oh, yeah. I think think maybe I worded the question wrong. What I was asking is like, is there a love language that you particularly have difficulty giving? Oh, okay. If, if somebody, um, like for example, like if someone said, "Oh, this is my love language," is there a love language that you'd be like, "Oh, that's your love language"? That's going to be an issue in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Unmatch on one. Tinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so like, okay, basically, I think. Okay, so one thing that I've noticed is that one thing I really love to do for like my friends and family is like, I'm really thoughtful. So I like to create, like I like to give people gifts mm. and I always do it surprising. It's never like specifically for something. It's like, Hey, I thought of you. This is something I got you or whatever. And it had nothing to do with a birthday or Christmas or whatever. Right. But if someone was to tell me, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a deal breaker, but if someone was like, so I really expect gifts and I want you, that's the only way I'm going to, accept this yeah. relationship or accept this love it's a really it's hard one yeah. interestingly feel- enough that, that was like sort of what I figured like everyone's would be that was Did- what mine was going to be but I, Did- I had something to kind of back that up but keep going well yeah this actually might be what, what, your, what your second thing was going to be like do y'all think probably it's because Okay, probably not. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> but, um, Hawani, do you think that would be different if you had grown up um, rich or if you were rich right now? I know you're pretty rich, but, like, if you were richer than you were. I'm not right rich. Now. <laughs> yo, yo. No, you read it. <laughs> that is not true. Anyways, um. What is that? Are we sitting in a Maserati? All I'm saying. Now, this is, is like 2016 Honda, okay? Oh, Don't even tell me. Oh, oh, dang, 2016? Yes, Hawani was. Hawani was on that was on that legacy scholarship before it was a thing. So I'm just, <laughs> just letting y'all know. Like I said, like I said, speaking she's of, single, y'all. Okay. Speaking of rich, Steve laughs Yo. like a rich man. Steve, Yo, yo, please. Yo, that's. Buddy, bro. But no, um, Steve, I was, I was, I was gonna like going back to talking about like the, uh, you know, your question. I was gonna say receiving gifts was always a very tough thing for me. Um, but here's why, right? 
So for the longest, I would consider myself not good at giving gifts, right? And I feel like a lot of people do this. They're just like, ah, like I just, you know, I'm just not good at it, right? And I, I, I did that for one, you know, I, I feel like I, necess- I necessarily wasn't in the position to truly get someone like a gift like that. You feel me? Like not even saying that it has to be monetarily expensive or something like that, but just like the funds wasn't there, y'all. So it's like, oh, we know. I, I made, I, you're right. I mean, no, you never knew. Trust me. So I, <laughs> I made that. I made that. I made that. Um, that excuse for myself, right? But it wasn't until truly like I started getting into manifestation and what it means to truly manifest and kind of how the energies of the universe work right so the one of the biggest things when it comes to that and when it comes to manifesting is you have to first render service and this is what a lot of people don't understand because at the end of the day like i said this earlier as a man thinketh so is he right so this goes back a lot a lot uh, uh, though goes back into uh, the mindset of people, right? So a lot of times when people say, you know, that they that they want to manifest something or they say something that they want, the one thing that they leave out is that you have to give before you ever get, right? And so when I truly started to understand these principles and understand these concepts, then I understood that yo. You don't. You can't just ask the universe for something and then and then expect it without putting in that work, right? I just want to say all these same principles apply to oral sex, but hey, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But all right, so you can't you can't just say you want something you can't and you don't put in that work, right? So you have to like like when it, like from a spiritual standpoint, faith without works is dead right so at the at the at the very least there's always that certain effort that you yourself must put into mm-hmm. so once i like i said once i started to be able to understand that then i was like okay i am a good uh i'm a good gift giver i'm a happy and i'm a cheerful giver right and now and no and it's true and that that is an affirmation in itself right so it's like and now my entire thinking about when it comes to giving gifts, like I'm happy to give gifts. In fact, you feel me? I'd like to really think about, okay, what's something that's, that's going to be a value to this person or something that is, this person is truly going to be able to get some utilization out of. So not, not just something that they want. I'm going to get you something that you might need. You feel me? And so it's like now because of that, like my entire thinking surrounded by giving gifts is, has completely changed. Now it's something that uh, okay, it, 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 it'll still be kind of weird if a person is like, oh, giving gifts is like the only thing that that turns me on. Like, that's the only thing that, you know, grinds my gears and stuff. It, it, it's like I'll be like, yeah, you're a weirdo. So it's like that person I wouldn't necessarily deal with. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when it's like unexpected, like and you can surprise somebody with something or, you know, do something that's thoughtful for someone, then like I'm I'm all for that. I agree. And going off of that, if say, because I know a lot of us thought that um, giving gifts was probably the deal breaker, but I do want to say, I think for some people, not for some people, I think there's a good, a lot of people out there who feel like, um, what were the other ones? It was words of affirmation and acts of services. Because I think if you think about it in another aspect, it's like someone who has, and I know there's a lot of people out there, someone who has communication problems. So if mm-hmm. someone is telling them, hey, I really need 
you to be telling me I need words of affirmation. I need you to tell me like I, I'm someone that you really like, you know, I don't know, things like that. Communicate. If that's what that person needs and you're not someone who can communicate, that's going to be an issue. Not that you, not that you are actively being like, oh, I don't want to date them, but it's just going to be hard for you to date them. Mm. Also in terms of uh, words, what is the acts of services? That one comes in the sense of like someone who's always like, oh, well, I'm always going to, I'm like, all my actions are showing you otherwise, but you're not exactly communicating that, you know? So you can Mm. like, it's like, you know, if that makes sense, like, I'm not going to say situation. Well, I'm not going to say like situationships, but I'm going to say more in if say, say a guy I'm dating is like consistently doing all of the things that would make me think, and I'm in the, I'm in the thought process of, I want something serious and he's doing things that are somewhat serious, but there's no communication behind that to back it up. There's no, like, it has to be both, like, I think on the same level, you know, if you're not doing that, I think it's going to be hard for me if I say that I want words of affirmation and you're not being able to communicate that, but it's confusing me because you're doing the actions, if that makes sense. Totally. Cause, um, Because when I hear um, acts of service, like, and we've talked about this a little bit on a previous episode, like, especially as somebody who is, like, in their 20s and very much has goals, like, I, my schedule is is so packed during the day that, like, when it comes to acts of service, I, I very much know that if I get into that hole of serving somebody, I'm like defeating the purpose of serving myself too, too many, too often. Mm. And like, it, it sort of makes relationships hard because, and I, I know like, there's like this, like, like if you go on Twitter, like, like, like girls say like, Oh, like men, men always say they, they need this before they can settle down. But like, I, I really do feel like that's nice because I can't like try, try to think of a good example. So for example, like, and this is like just within my family, my sister asked me to go get her oil change on her car, right? Which, like, it, it might take me 30 minutes to an hour. Like, you know, that is what it is. But, like, <clears throat> I'm making music so I, so I can make money so she, doesn't, so, she, so she doesn't have to get oil changes. I'm doing a podcast so I can further my, my brand so that one day I can put her in a Tesla instead of a Honda. So when she asked me to take an hour out of my day, which potentially takes three hours out of my creative time to do something, it becomes a problem for me. And that's something I know that probably sounds problematic as fuck, but like <laughs> at the end of the day, it's it's my reality right now, you know. <laughs> hey, yeah, my, my bad. Real quick, I just have to say that not for like we're in Hawani's vlog right now. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, Hawani that took over the show, bro. Wait, wait, did three. you hear me? Did you hear me at all? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. MTV Cribs, here's my garage. Hey, hey, let's get it. Hey, let's get it. (laughs) Guys, now I wanted to. Okay, I'm gonna turn off my audio. So Hawani's Hawani's walking around her her mansion. Her, 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 her mansion right now. Her her, her, her five thousand square foot mansion. Her 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 fortress of privilege. (laughs) Her fully staffed. Is, wow. is that the test? <laughs> I just saw the test. I, I, I just saw the butler walk by. Hey, Jeffrey. Bruh. <laughs> God no, damn. What? Is that no, your bedroom? Okay. Is that your bedroom? Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Stop. That's not even the master. Bruh, what? 
Oh man. Here you got my window. You got built-in shelving? <laughs> is that a frost is that frosted glass? Yo. <laughs> Yo, relax. Okay, relax. I have a lot of books. Okay, I have a lot of books. Anyway, Yo, what, what book are you reading right now? <laughs> what what's uh, what's one book that everybody's reading right now? The Bible. Oh. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that a joke? Why Yo, is that a on joke? The cool. On the cool. Nah, why is that funny? Nah, no, no. It, it's, it's really, it's really not. But yo, if, <laughs> why if, did you if laugh? Anybody, because it, it was at first, but it's not. But yo, okay. on the cool, like for real, for real. My, uh, I have an uncle, and he's a pastor, Me and too. cool. I think we might all have one. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but no. So I have an uncle, and he's a pastor, and and he's the type of uncle who is like he hasn't always been like he is now you know a what pastor? i mean like he right. hasn't always been a pastor <laughs> you, you know like bro you, we went to baylor bro you got those kids who you know their whole life mission was to become a priest you know what i mean so it's like he, he, he wasn't like that you feel me so it's like mm-hmm. he lived his life but then eventually got like god called him and ordained him to be become a pastor right are you saying he was on crack is that what you're trying to imply no no no, no, okay. no, no, no. he just you know he just he, he lived his life he had fun bro you know what i mean so um, <laughs> so anyways anyways like he told me he told me if like because i've always been the type where it's like it, 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 trying to read the bible is something that that's like a, a very overwhelming thing. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's it's not it's not for something that's like I, you know, like to go do that. You're just, I'm just like I'm just gonna read the Bible today. But when like my uncle told me, he was like, if you want to get into it and you want to start to, you know, see the benefits of what the Bible has to offer, then you start in Proverbs. And just Proverbs? read a chapter. Yeah, Proverbs. A chapter of Proverbs a day for 30 days and then do it again for another 30 days and i took that challenge and when i say like in that one book of the bible there's so like it has something for every single thing that you're dealing with it does yeah it's crazy and it's just like it's 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 a blueprint it it, it reads unlike all the other books too you know what i mean it's like something it's almost like modern you know what i mean because of how you know, relevant it is, but, but yeah, so like, you know, for our listeners and stuff out there, like if you, if you've ever had that issue, like me, you know, where you just thought the Bible is just so daunting, you know what I mean? Just check out Proverbs and, uh, yeah. just read a chapter a day. You know what I mean? And shout out to your uncle. I know you said he had fun before he became a pastor. My pastor has never had fun. So if y'all want to join me at my church, <laughs> not once in his life has he had a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I guess we're, we're getting into the tail end of this podcast. Um, I think, you know, there's a lot of the time the concepts that we can't, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but like I am a Christian myself. I feel like a lot of the times like the concept is like that Christians can't have fun, but like, I feel like life in general is fun. So to like remove that from being a Christian is, is a ridiculous notion. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous notion. I- <clears throat> I also think that I just find it so strange how yet we try to constantly define what is a Christian. We have so many denominations and they all believe different things, but yet somehow it's clouded under Christianity. I hear a lot of Catholics who say, well, I'm a Christian, but you're not a Catholic. 
You yeah. know, like you can be a Christian, but you can't be a Catholic. I've what does listened. That mean? Some people, <laughs> some people, uh, some Catholics that I do know of, like who have uh, who have said this before in the past. But it's just you know, when we actively are trying to find a definition, is when I feel like we start start to get further away from what the religion is. If that makes right. sense. And say and same thing with love languages and same thing honestly with relationships. Sometimes. Yeah. When when you when you strive to define something, it uh-huh. can sometimes take away from uh-huh. the magic of what it is. And I, I know mm-hmm. like <clears throat> sometimes like at least in my experience, men and women sort of approach that thing differently. But I think a lot of the time when I speak to men and you know, we have that conversation of, Oh, how you doing with so and so? Uh well she says we're this, but I think we're that it's it's never coming from a space of like oh i just want to be with other women it's always just like i don't know why she wants to put a label on this because it takes away from the organicness yeah um... I, I i get from one standpoint you know like you want to be able to clearly define like what you know what you and your shawty like you know are as and that just comes <clears throat> for the that comes from the peace of mind but i feel like when it when it when it gets and when it's too early and you're just like, what are we? It's like, uh, I don't okay, know. Like, yeah, you know I agree I mean? with that. We're chilling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you want that, you want that shit to come organically. Just like if, 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 if you want that ring, you don't want it to be because you coerced him. I, I mean, maybe some women do, you know what I mean? Like want it to be like, because you said that every single day for nine months straight, you know what I mean? But it's like you want that, at least in my opinion, I would think that you would want it to be organic and come from a person's heart. You know what I mean? Not, I sorry. I was just gonna say, like, I understand with, with some people, like it could be a thing where it's like it's being dragged, like drug out and stuff, you know, for a you know, overtly long period of time. But and at that point, that's when you go in and have those types of conversations. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, it's all about communication. Like when it comes to any type of relationship, if you want anything to work, you have to be able to openly communicate. But at the same token, like at least when it comes to being able to define what that is, like I feel like you 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 gotta you you have to have a period of you know testing. I like to say, like you have to you have to get to know a person because it doesn't matter, like. You you can you can be with a person for a year and still not even know who that person is. Facts. You know what I mean? So Big it's facts. like there there has to be a, a some type of period of where you're just like I'm just getting to know you. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I definitely. It, okay, Hawani, I, I, I definitely want you to get right. to this point. I, I just want to say I want to apologize just because I I feel like at least personally like I've sort of been like using you as a proxy for all women in life in general. <laughs> yes. And I I I just I'm realized the only that girl in this little group chat. I, I know. I just realized that, and like honestly, at as a minority as well, I feel that because I've been that black person in the classroom. Wow. So I I apologize if you're getting that feeling right now. I think next time we may try to have some more equality. Maybe have like <laughs> e- an equal. No, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Like this a is... white guy or something. Like that. <laughs> I, I, just, I mean, want to let you know. I just want to let you know that we have all been that one black person in a room. Oh, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like, when I moved to Texas. Let me tell you guys. Oh my god, I went from a place that was so diverse to being like one of five black people in my entire school this and nigga I chris is from michigan talking about diversity boy if you don't no, know what <laughs> no i'm originally from detroit yeah Let, let's 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 be clear isn't that where Secondly, eminem is from 
yeah. Secondly, I after that I moved to Arizona and I was in Goodyear, Arizona, and it was very diverse there. Like um, the tire? But, yeah, just like the tire. Uh but you know, when I moved to Texas, like I said, I was one of only like five black people in like my school for a little bit. So it's like that was something that was completely new to me. I was just like, Jesus, what is this? But uh but yeah, we should, so, have, we uh, should definitely do a podcast on that. As a token oh yeah, we should. We get we yeah, that's actually a great I idea. Definitely we can, understand we can definitely that. talk about that. Yeah, because we we all probably have stories from that one. Oh, yeah. uh, but Hawani, what were you what were you gonna say? I wanted you to get some oh, idea. Going off of what Christian said, I just wanna I just what were you talking about? You were talking about um there should always be like a period at the beginning of when you guys are talking to each other where you <clears throat> right. can like get to know like each other. Like a gestation right? period, yeah. Right. And I definitely agree with that. I definitely think that's cool. However, however, there are people out there, and I will call you out on it, there are people out there who do not state from the beginning whether they're more in a casual sense if they're more looking for something serious i think that's something you should put out at the beginning just be like oh yeah i'm kind of looking for something more serious and we'll just see how this goes but that's what my mindset is or i'm honestly just looking to like have sex and be casual and that's fine too but a lot of people will get into this like mindset where if they're dating someone or they're just getting to know someone they'll be like wow, I really like this person. They're really cool. But I'm kind of feeling like they're kind of want to be serious and I'm more in a casual mindset. I'm going to keep saying, hmm, uh, let's just keep trying to get to know each other so I can get my fill and you can get, you know, some of your fill. People are like that. I'm not going to say, yeah. I'm not going to say everyone is like that. I'm not going to be <clears throat> negative about it. I'm, I'm just not saying gonna you lie. have I probably to be have. I probably have done that before. You know what I mean? It just everyone's it, done it at some and, point. Yeah, you know? and it, and, and it we, goes we, back to a maturity level about where you are in exactly. the process of communication. Mm-hmm. And we've all and been on both sides, you know, like facts. Yeah, facts. You know, so and but it's why are you shaking your head? Why you shaking your head? What? I've always no. I've always strived to be honest. Oh, That's like something I very much strive to be. Yeah, oh, okay. big facts. And I and I think at least for me, it wasn't necessarily a thing where it's like I didn't want to be honest. It's like I just didn't have the maturity level to be mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm just kind of seeing where things go, but I'm not really that serious, but I'm having a good time. You know what I mean? And like I didn't yeah. I didn't have the 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 capabilities of saying that at that time. This was like you know, my I was like a sophomore in college. You know what I mean? Like, you would think that a person would have that, but nah. It, I, at least for me, it didn't really start to register. Like from like the whole communication point about how important that was until I was in a relationship for a prolonged period of time. You know, going on a couple years, and I'm just like, okay, like we really have to start to have these type of you know, serious conversations, you know, and we're really when you start to dive into getting to know that person, because it's like, at that point, like, you're you're diving into a person's uh, family life, you're diving into mm-hmm. a person's, uh, Jesus, not, oh my God. <laughs> anyways, you're diving into a person's, <laughs> you know, spirit life, it, it, like spiritual life, like all these different things. And and that's, that's, a, that's another thing too, that, you know, I kind of just want to bring up when it comes to relationships. If, if you guys, have a person then you think you know that this person could potentially be that be the one then it's like you have to analyze that person as a as a complete you know complete a whole holistic person like you have to look at that person's background you have to look at that person's family you have to look at 
that person's habits. You have to look at that person's, you know, spirituality and where, where, where they are at, you know, with that and how that coincides with your own. Like you have to take all these things into consideration when you're looking to be with somebody, you know, potentially for like the rest of your life or even <clears throat> to like, you know, settle down and have a kid, have a, a kid with that person. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff is, is, is something that needs to be analyzed beforehand. We're not recording them. Okay, bam. A lot of times people just, you know, go off the whim and just, you know, decide to like lay down with someone and they haven't even taken the time to truly think about these things, you know, and the ramifications of those actions, you know? So, yeah. I definitely agree with that. And my last point, I swear I'm done on this part, but my last point, I just want to say, if you do not know, it is a-okay if you don't know where you're at and that's fine. Just let yeah. that person know and they can make their own decision because then it's not on you. Big facts. Honesty is always the best policy, guys. Always. It is. And I think like to yeah. have that maturity to be able to have those conversations, it, it probably took me until the end of my college career. And I mean, part of it is just because like a lot of the time for reflection, I didn't have it in college. Everything was just like one experience to the next. I didn't have time to be like, okay, now I can reflect on this and change from it. So being able to pull myself from social circles and have that time was at least personally something I didn't have really till the end of my college career. Uh, I can understand that for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's deep. And with that being said, it's been another episode of the fucking <laughs> snowiest podcast in the goddamn universe. <laughs> no, we should do, we should do a quick, uh, uh, word association? Word, word association. Guys, yeah. I don't uh, know how to do this. I've been listening to your episodes. I still don't get it. No, it's, it's just first thing that comes <laughs> Plug. Oh. Plug. Okay. Plug. Plug. Wait, for who? Anybody. Oh, Everybody. Uh, plug. Breeze. Hmm. Like, plug it in. Baby. Yeah, well, that's, that's Glade, bro. Oh, well, same thing. <laughs> no, actually, so... So Glade is owned by S and P, and Fabrice is owned by F- no Glade. Okay. Um, <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. Owned by Procter and Gamble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Yo. Uh, uh, shine. Shit. TikTok. Shine. Shine. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. All right. Steve? That's the word, Steve. No, no joking. Shrine? <laughs> no, 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 he, no, he said shine. I said shine. You said shrine. I said, I said shrine. Shrine, okay. All right. Wait. Oh. Oh. Okay, hold on, hold on. Non, <laughs> non-attachment. Ooh. I'm thinking. Uh, bed sheet. Bed sheet. Hmm. Clean. Fabric. Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dolomite. Pimp hand strong. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard one from Hawaii at all. Uh, Doja Cat. Oh, bro, she's canceled. 
Are we hopping on this bandwagon cancel? Honestly, uh, like, ex- I'm, excuse me, my my reaction is Ku Klux Ku Klux Klan. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, you you mean you mean you mean Grandmaster Wizard Dragon Doja Cat? Is that who Doja you're talking Cat? about? I'm done. I think uh, she needs counseling. I think counseling is probably. I feel the like she's one. an industry plant. I feel yeah, like she's okay. a white power advocate. She's definitely a white power. You advocate. can be canceled and counseled. <laughs> canceled and counseled. Let's let's normalize canceling and counseling people, please, so that they can. Can we know, not normalize this counseling? Society. No, we need to stop this canceling thing. Okay. No, the cancel culture is terrible. Okay, no. Hawani is officially it... being canceled for canceling, canceling. Yo, where was this energy for Azilia? Yo, where was this energy for Wave Your Belly? No, please. This guy, no, but cancel okay. culture is Let terrible, us. bro. Like we we, we gotta normalize. Why is it only terrible when being, it's lighter skin. Listen, listen, we gotta normalize being in conversations with people we don't agree with. Like, well, I mean, bro. honestly, Twitter I think is a like dark world. People just it, it's hilarious. Agree. It's it, hilarious. It, it gets me through this quarantine, but come on, man, like agree. And I think it, with that conversation with with millennials, it's it's so difficult just because like we are an emotional ass generation. Like even like all, all things withholding, we're an emotional ass generation compared to the one before us. And part of it is just because like we're so much more well connected that like you actually know the opinions of the people that you see every day, and you have yeah. the time to be like, you know what, fuck this nigga, bro. Like fuck that shit. And that's what happened with Doja Cat, bro. People just got tired of her shit, like. Like imagine, um, you yeah, know what? Never mind, bro. Whoa! All right, that was, that was the whole point. Wait, really? <laughs> that, that's how this whole thing started. Yes, bro. She said she had an OnlyFans and she did it's, not show titties. It, that's all. part. That's part of it. Which I mean, well, if you want to get into that, we can get into the fact that like that's the next th- episode. Yeah, low key. Th- those <laughs> the, the, those yeah, social circles later. that she was. Yeah, those social yeah. circles that she was in. Like that's the type of fucking risk that you run. You know what I mean? Like you right. got you got to know who you're dealing with. You, you got to know me? who you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. you got to know who's in your corner. And on that note, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there's more to the story than meets the eye. Oh, People definitely. think the first oh, yeah. 24 hours of what they got from the information just made it a conclusion, but I think there's way more to the story. But let, let's yeah. be real. As as long, and this applies to men and women, as long as Doja Cat still looks the way she does, she's never getting canceled, bro. It's 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 a fact. It's a fact of life. Not if I have something to say about it. <laughs> she is very gorgeous to me, Bill <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys so so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, yes, first sure. the yeah, snowiest, the snowiest podcast in the entire planet. Snowiest. We truly want to thank you guys for you know freezing it up with us and you know You're... just keeping that ball rolling. So, uh, is there any like really quick? Tell people once again where they can find you. And uh, and yeah, just let people know how they can get in contact with you. Yeah, uh, share as much as you want. Yeah, Hawani and Steve. You want to go first, Steve? Or... Uh, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, you can hit me up on you know Steve of Life uh, on all platforms <laughs> if you want, you know, inspiration knowledge uh <laughs> things of that nature 
Oh, man, I'm, I'm a very reserved. I, I'm a very reserved person. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when you tap in, trust me. <laughs> oh yeah. So tap the in. universe taps out when you tap in. Thank Yo. you for that, Steve. Wani. Um, I'm pretty reserved too. I'm not gonna lie, but I am really thankful for the podcast. I love listening to it. Um, if anyone has any book recommendations, hit me up. My, you can literally hit me up. It's basically, you can literally find my name. It's pretty easy. It's H-A-W-A-N-I on Instagram and Snapchat. But if you have book recommendations, send them my way because I have a whole summer of books I want to read. So let me know. Wait, is just Hawani on Instagram? I mean, there's like some little underscores, but oh, I'm sure you just gave Hawani. Okay. Huh? I thought you were able to actually get your, like, you know, your full name. I was like, yeah, you gotta pay for that, bro. Like, yeah, you, right. are you Drake or something? Yeah, so on that note, uh, Hawani, go, go ahead. Go ahead. What'd you say, Steve? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just go. Oh my god! Hey, Daniel, don't forget to put oh, the music, man. bro. I got you, oh. bro. I got you. <laughs> All right. Wait, no, Steve. What we gonna say? <laughs> oh my god! Nah, I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Uh, you guys will know. Like when when I when I reached my final form, when all, across all social platforms, it's just I'm asking you for me. What? Just wait on me. You heard, you heard it here first. <laughs> You know, just ask Steve on everything, bro. You get Steve.com. He's involved in the final form when you've got him there. Oh my god. Yeah. One day, my friend, one day. Thank you guys so so much. Hey, and this is this is to our audience. If you guys enjoyed this pod, if you got any type of value at all, the only thing that we ask each and every time is that you share with someone you think would also receive this value, guys. So uh, with that being said, I want to say two things before we it. end. Okay. Uh, one, av- avoid those soul bonds. You never know. And uh, <laughs> oh my God. and two, a- after this podcast, Hawani, you are officially H- Hawani of life. So we were no longer referring to you. Yo, Hawani of life. <laughs> <laughs> no longer referring to her as Hawani. <laughs> Hawani of life. Well, we should all just be like our first names of life. Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Wave of life. <laughs> Wave of life. Alright, y'all. On that note, snowballed up, guys. We out here.